Hey, Nomad Athlete Radio listeners, Matt Frazier here. Just in case you missed yesterday's episode, I wanted to explain quickly what's going on. This week, Doug and I are playing the recordings of the daily plant-based morning show as we do them uh, so that you can get a taste of them here on Nomad Athlete Radio. We're only doing it for this week. If you like what you hear, you can go subscribe just about anywhere you listen to podcasts. Again, the name of the show is The Plant-Based Morning Show, or you can join us live and actually be a part of the conversation every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and a bunch of other channels. Just look for Nomad Athlete there and join in. That's all. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Tuesday, October 11th, Plant-Based Morning Show. Uh, we're back again, as always nowadays, at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, we've been putting together a pretty solid streak here, including the, the holiday yesterday. So I'm pretty happy with how things are going. Uh, all right, bringing Doug in. Steven's here. Buddy Steven, there's Doug. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going well. I'm glad I'm looking at you and not your wall. Yeah, that was a good, that's a nice little thing I discovered. So you an event, you start out facing the wrong way. How's uh, uh, how's your day going? Oh, it's good. It's full of puppies. Puppies really fill in the cracks of the day nicely. You just mm. you just wander downstairs. They're not allowed to come upstairs. They don't even know upstairs exists yet. Uh, and, <laughs> so you wander down there and they just charge at you. And you know, it's just good times. So again, one day I'll bring them on here. Not maybe not quite yet. Once they know upstairs exists, I'll let them come into the show. How about you? How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. I have some, uh, I have some off the off script. Um, I don't like off plant based, plant based food, junk food news. I put a lot of time into the script each day, Doug. I don't, I don't <laughs> like surprises here. I know you okay. do. All right, what do you, you got? Do. So maybe maybe this isn't news for you, but it was news for me. I had to make uh, an emergency banana run this morning to the grocery store. Oh, uh, okay. F- following my uh, following my morning run. Went straight to the grocery store. I was at a grocery store that uh, is a little different than, um, or not a little different, a different grocery store than what I normally do. So I grabbed my bananas uh, and I did my obligatory pass by the frozen uh, plant-based food aisle. <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't not, right? I can't not. And um, and to see if there was anything different at this grocery store. And there were a few things. They For one, they had an entire... Um, uh, what do you call it? Refrigerator, freezer, entire mm-hmm. freezer dedicated to Beyond Meat, uh, with a whole bunch of things. But the other thing that was different was um, Morningstar Pizza Bites. Have you seen these? No, I have not. They're like pepperoni uh, and cheese vegan pizza bites. Wow! And um, I have to admit, I was uh, more than a little tempted. I mean, I just saw it and I was like, "Oh my god, my kids are gonna love this!" Like, right? <laughs> right. But it, I, I did put my foot down. I said, "You know, I will do a lot for this show, but..." I will not buy pizza bites at six forty-five in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good life choice. I think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's exciting. It's a, it's more just indication that it's every little category. It seems, especially <laughs> yeah. at frozen foods, is just there's a plant based version. I mm-hmm. honestly was never a huge pizza bites fan. Was it Totoni's oh pizza really? bite? Was that the, was that the name? I just thought yeah. they always didn't quite live up to the to the name. I wanted it to be like pizza, and it always had like too much. I don't know pepper taste or something. Okay. I never quite loved it, but I was—I mean, obviously they were a sleepover staple. I had plenty of them. I didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't not eat them. I but, mean, I admit I, I was a bagel. I was more of a—I was on Team Bagel Bites more than Pizza Bites, but um, yes, definitely more of a Bagel Bites fan. But you know, I, I did love a good—I did love a good Pizza Bite. Yeah, for sure. Good. Well, uh, let's see. We've got some more foods to get into today. This is Southern Food Heritage Day, among many other days. It's always. You know, it almost means nothing. But uh, I did happen to find three different Southern food articles uh, that just so happened to be, you know, at the top of different 
different sources. So it's not like, I, I don't, unless they forced them in for Southern Food Heritage Day, I didn't do that. <laughs> Robert Cheek is just sending us emojis after emojis of different foods that we're talking about, which is good. Even pizza bites he found, I guess. Or maybe that's bagels. Uh, anyway, uh, but anyway, Robert did, before I get to the Southern Food News, well, first of all, any, anything else, Doug, that we should know about? Any more smoked paprika adventures or mm. anything like that? No, Not I don't think yet? so. I don't think okay. so. No, I didn't. I didn't use smoked paprika last night. Okay. I have so much trouble saying that. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. Probably because you never used it. Your family didn't. I, I your family am. talked about Crackle Barrel, and they never. They never used. <laughs> never used exactly. That. We were Crackle Barrel people. We weren't smoked I can't paprika. People. I mean, I would have been not friends with you if you. <laughs> like, that's grounds for. Not but I did. It. I did it live on the podcast, and you're still friends with me. So. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah, if you that. continue to do it, I wouldn't. <laughs> You've corrected it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Robert sent me a, this is breaking news, everyone. Uh, oh, I, I've got a noise for that. I was ready to say we should have a noise for breaking news. This this is breaking news. I don't think any of the major... Uh-oh, we just lost Doug. Maybe he'll, he'll return in a minute. Um, <clears throat> but what it is, I don't think the, the major vegan news outlets have, have got it yet. I think we're scooping everyone on this. Uh, direct from Danny. Doug is now returning to the show. Um, direct from Danny Taylor, who's one of the co-founders of the Plant Built team. Uh... Robert, well, maybe it's indirect because Danny sent it to Robert and Robert sent it to me. Uh, this is the this is the scoop on the how the plant built team performed. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole list. I see about 20 different top three finishes that the plant built team got, individuals and teams. Uh, I'll just mention a, a few highlights highlights because either I know the people or because they're events that you know are interesting to me. Uh, let's see, we've uh, Katya Gorbacheva powerlifting place number two. Um, who else do I know here? Nick Squires, powerlifting, big, heavily featured in the plant-based athlete book. Nick Squires, powerlifting, first place. Uh, he lifted 634 pounds deadlift. I assume that's Whoa. in one lift. It says total oh lift gosh. number. 584 pounds squat, 374 bench. Those are decent, decent numbers, Doug. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine. Like, I can't even fathom. I can't, yeah, uh, honestly, that's like I can't. that is like my very, very best. That he he's. Well, okay. I thought he was tripling, but no, he's not tripling my best foot. But he was, he was, he's one and a half or more. So it, never mind. Uh, Ed Bauer, men's <laughs> was physique that a second place. I mean, was that no, it was meant to not be. It was meant. I thought his, I thought his deadlift number was his bench press, and I was ready to say that he tripled mm. my career high bench press. Uh, mm. But anyway, it turned out not to be that. But anyway, uh, here's Scott Green and Kelly Green. I assume they're married or brother and sister. I don't know. Kettlebell sport, long cycle, both finished in first place. Uh, Dej Corcoran, bikini bodybuilding, first in both uh, of those. Giacomo Marchese, as I mentioned yesterday, two third-place finishes, uh, and so on. So a whole bunch of, of you know good performance by the plant-built all-vegan team, uh, which is neat because that's incredible. They all awesome. they all wore you know vegan. Uh, I forget what the I think maybe they said vegan strong was their T-shirts because vegan strong was the sponsor. I keep interchanging the two, but plant-built's the name of the team. Uh, if you follow vegan strong team or plant-built on instagram you can get to the videos and get more, lots more information about those things so anyway super um, inspiring love it i love it i think it's super yeah, cool um absolutely. i do have a question though why okay. is why why are there why is it mr america when when it's a it seems to be everyone uh, you know is, i don't know able to compete. robert could uh robert could perhaps try fill it us in there in the comments he he mentioned that one of them i think maybe nadej that because she won the bikini uh competition that was considered the miss america in, or maybe ah. MS Ms America in this in this competition. So I don't know why they still call it that. That's that's an interesting question, and uh, it, you would think that, that that would be something that would that would be changed by now. Uh, but who knows? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Um, you ready for some Southern food news, Doug? 
I am. Let's do it. Okay. First one, uh, Texas Pete hot sauce. We all know and love it. Maybe not all, <laughs> but I do. Uh, faces lawsuit for being made in North Carolina, which is uh, our home state, Doug. Not really mine, but kind of. And, yep. uh Anyway, it just sounds like I mean, there was not no no serious wrongdoing here. Uh, well, I mean, I guess you could call it wrongdoing. But no one was really like harmed, except that this guy bought uh, Philip White bought a bottle of Texas Pete at Ralph's supermarket in September 2021, believing it was made in Texas, as the label suggests. And uh, he said he would not have purchased the sauce if he knew that it actually was made in North Carolina. Uh, and apparently, it says it on the back, says where it's made on the back of the bottle. But the uh, the suit alleges that like even if even with extreme caution or extreme care, someone wouldn't uh, immediately know this was not made in Texas. Uh, but it's made in Winston-Salem. Uh, we might need a little field trip to that parking lot, Doug, and do a little <laughs> thing out of there. Man, I, t- I feel so bad for Philip. He got duped here, and it just, I mean, like, to get a tex- uh, to get a sauce that's uh, that says Texas right on the bottle, and it's not even made in Texas, I can't even believe it. What a, what a well, shame. Next time I go to a grocery store, I'm doing what Philip does, and I'm looking for labels <laughs> yeah. that mention a state on them and perusing the back oh my gosh. to see if I can find that it's made in a different place. Uh, he might be in for a nice payday here, and if and if it works, he's brilliant. Uh, it's kind of a shame that that happens, but I don't know. I mean, wh- this is so ridiculous. I, I literally, I, I'm not even exaggerating when I say I laughed out loud when I read this headline. And just, uh, <laughs> it's or I guess it was the first line when I when I found out why he was suing them. It's just absolutely unbelievable. I just I can't believe that uh, anyone would would do that or think to do that. I mean, what's what's the point? Are they going to move their headquarters? Are they going to move their manufacturing to Texas uh, well, now? Because no, it's that's, not, that's not what he's asking. He's asking for them. I think he's suing them for damages, which I think would mean compensatory damages is like the uh, the amount. This is what I know from business law class. The amount <laughs> that he he paid wrongly, he would get that refunded money for sure, and then so two dollars. Two dollars, and then whatever harm he kind of suffered, psychological trauma or something, he gets something else for that. And <laughs> yeah, then there's, okay. but then there's punitive damage. That's con- that's compensatory. That's like to make 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 things right. But then there's punitive, so that a company can't just keep, you know, doing this because they say, well, that was worth it. We'll just we'll just keep doing this. They'll have to pay some other large amount. Hope I mean, like remember the McDonald's suit with person build coffee on their lap or something. There was some yeah. massive massive amount of money, and I think it wasn't so much for the emotional trauma. It was so that companies would now have you know be disincentivized to keep doing this. Uh, so who knows? I didn't couldn't find the actual amount, um, probably because mm-hmm. I didn't look any further than the, the New York Post article. But uh, and he also wants the company to change his name, so it could become NC Pete maybe, or or <laughs> I thought Pete. I mean maybe, maybe what they should do is just open up another like you said, just find a little small manufacturing thing in Texas and somehow yeah. make this a satellite of that. I don't know. I, but, uh, I just I think this is this is so wildly ridiculous. But you know, but at the same time, if there's going to be a uh, class action lawsuit about this, I've definitely purchased some Texas Pete before. So maybe I should uh, <laughs> maybe I should get in on that. You know, I, I have a good tip. The Texas Pete is known for their like that red, basically a Tabasco like sauce. Although I think it's better than Tabasco because it's not quite as vinegary. Uh, they make a sauce that's like a green chili, like little like banana looking peppers. And have you seen that? No. Those are, those mm. are all in the bottle. And what comes out of the bottle is just clear liquid that has been like these things have been soaking. So it's like this infused pepper water almost that comes, or maybe it's vinegar of some kind. But that that stuff is really good, and I haven't bought that in a long time. I need to get it again. Although now um, now I'm second guessing. What's what's your what's your what's your go to hot sauce? <laughs> sriracha recently. I don't like sriracha that much. I'm just tired of it. Um, 
Oh, someone just mentioned Frank. Stephen mentioned Frank's. Uh, he must know Frank didn't make his hot sauce, and if that's the case, then that would be a lawsuit. Uh, Frank's actually is is a very good one. Doug's ready to spill his coffee. I know. I know. I've almost spit my coffee over it. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, I think Frank's is is like you know findable, not not too niche, just good, solid, all around hot sauce. I like that much better than Tabasco. Tabasco, as you can guess, I'm not just not a huge fan of. Okay. I, uh... Why, what about you? Yeah, I, I, so I do different hot sauces for different types of foods, which is probably made up. I mean, I don't know like uh, why I feel like I need to do that, but sriracha for anything like stir fries or yeah or anything like that. Um, uh, and then I, I like I typically do Cholula, which um, mm-hmm. which is not very hot at all, but you can just dump a ton of it on stuff and uh, yeah, it adds some nice flavor. So um, Cholula's good. I mean, I like the green hot sauces. If you can ever find a good green one, like there's like a in Asheville, I think a sm- it might be from Black Mountain. Uh, smoke from the mountain or fire from the mountain brand have you seen those oh yeah uh-huh. they're green those are really good i don't think they're like distributed nationally but i don't know but uh yeah any, any of that it's good uh thought i had another thing about hot sauce oh you know what's good the sriracha makes a in a little jar it's the same the same not sriracha makes it, but the company that makes the, that famously makes sriracha i know everyone makes sriracha now but like the the yeah. main company with the rooster thing uh they make a little jar that's like chili garlic sauce, and it's okay. just hot. There's not sugar in it like there is in sriracha. That stuff is really good. I, I used to love that. Anyway, there's your hot sauce update. Okay. Uh, so that's that's the Texas Pete deal. We'll follow that closely, of course, to just see what happens. Um, speaking of Southern food, though, and so here's another interesting thing that one could put their Texas Pete on. <laughs> I hope we have weekly updates on the Texas Pete. <laughs> we'll hit Justin Fields and uh, Texas Pete each Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of, we didn't do a Justin Fields. No, because I've kind of given up. It's it's not it's not good. I think he not did throw good. for a touchdown this week, but uh, it's just not. Okay. Not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so now we're being now we're being the other vegan news sites and just not talking. About yeah, yeah. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all yeah, right, this one's big though. Kellogg's, Doug, not known for uh-huh. their uh, for their vegan offerings. I don't think they are making uh, an Eggo waffle, vegan Eggo waffle. Mm-hmm. But much much more importantly to me. They are packaging it with chicken, vegan chicken, from Morningstar Farms, which is their brand. Uh, yep. And they're making it chicken and waffles, basically. And it's a little two-pack, and it's eight forty-nine. Available later this year. They debuted it, I guess, uh, in August for something else, and it stuck, and it worked. So it's it's happening. I'm actually probably more excited about this than I am about most plant-based meats. I, I thought for you, for your, uh, for your brunches, especially being a southerner, yeah, this, totally. could be, this could be a, a staple item. <laughs> Are you a chicken and waffles fan? I mean, is that something you ate before you went vegan? I never had that before I went vegan. Once I had a vegan version at Plant shortly after I moved to Asheville when they used to mm-hmm. serve lunch or brunch or something. Uh, and I loved it. It was really good. Like that that's that hits all the buttons for me for a morning yeah. meal where you get a little bit of sweet but you also get the savory. That's I don't know. That's just it's great. Are you I think I think that chicken and waffles became like the real popular go-to brunch item. Uh, after I had already gone at least vegetarian. Um, oh yeah, so, that wasn't like a old. I figured that was a long time. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it's been a big thing in the South for a really long time, especially like the. I, th- I think of like, like Georgia and South Carolina being big chicken and waffles places. But mm-hmm. um, well, apparently, it's from Nashville. That's the origin of Nashville. food. That's yeah. what they said. Well, there you go. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I don't think I ever like. I didn't grow up with chicken and waffles. It was, it was biscuits and gravy where I, where I grew up. Um, at a you know at, at Cracker Barrel so um, uh, <laughs> at Crackle Barrel um, no but you know I think uh, I don't know I'm excited about this because it just sounds sounds absolutely delicious and like you said like I said I love a good 
I love a good brunch. I love a good big breakfast. Yeah, I actually like this kind. Well, I can't say this for sure. Right now, in this moment, I like this idea better than the other fake meats because this is like no one's going to eat this every day. No one's going to write an article Mm. that I try to make my family go plant based for a week and we we had this every day for (laughs) breakfast. Right? This is a special (laughs) thing that you would do once a month or something, and at at the at the upper end once a month, and it would be delicious and fun. And then you'd say that was junk food. I'm not doing that again for a while. But it, you know, a, a burger. It's easy to think that this is just now the replacement for a regular dinner, and we just keep having that. Right. Uh, you know, so that's they, a great point. Great point. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have chicken waffles for breakfast and bagel but or, or uh, pizza bites for lunch. It's gonna be perfect. Yeah. That's, just, that's just, anyone who wants to try going vegan for seven days with your family. That's that's the start of your meal plan every day. That's, that's the, yeah. Let's see how it goes. Uh, so there's some more news here, Doug. I actually have inside Kellogg's information, believe it or not. I This is kind of funny. I don't think I've ever talked to anyone about this. Uh, uh, I, is that I, true? What? You, do you really have inside Kellogg's information? No. <laughs> but, <not at> all. <laughs> but I was talking, I was I was on, on a series of phone calls with them. This is back in like early 2018, maybe. And I was going to fly there and like do a talk about helping them go more plant-based, their, their foods, like what? talk to their team. And I, like, as a consultant, and I talked to the guy on the phone, and he said, okay, like, here's, the, here's what we're looking for, here's this. And I talked to them about Morningstar Farms and how back then, I don't know if this was news to them. I mean, it couldn't have been, but it seemed like it was. I was like, I don't ever buy Morningstar Farms because it has eggs in it. And, like, people are wanting to be vegan. They're not that interested in being vegetarian right now, a lot of people. That's not the hot thing. Uh, and they seemed kind of surprised. And they were like, wow, like, that's, that's a huge thing that we need to like that's one of the reasons we want to have you in here like that type of thing and i just completely didn't follow up on the thing they said okay get back to us with like your price and the arrangements and all this stuff and your open days and i just never never emailed again and never and he never wrote back and it just ended right there i completely flaked out on something that pr- that is classic bad fraser right there. i know it's not <laughs> i was just saying i was gonna say it's i i don't ever like totally drop something like that i usually would follow up months later and say yeah, yeah, yeah. hey okay. look sorry yeah. let this go yeah, yeah. i didn't mean to but i just well, i just completely flaked well man that is uh, i think that you should take full credit for this chicken and waffles partnership yeah, yeah i think so i, may I have mean you off. know that that guy noted it down he's like morning star you know reach out to morning star and exactly uh, and then he's probably like we don't need matt anymore so we're not going to follow up if he doesn't uh-huh. we'll just take his tip and make this dude you're right. You sh- man, you should have followed up. This could, that could have been a million dollar mistake right there. <laughs> yeah, could have been. What if what if this was what if this was chicken and waffles by no mean athlete? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who knows oh, where it would have led? That's but, funny. Not, that is that is funny. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so uh the picture here has a sauce in it. Does it come with the sauce or is that just something they uh doesn't look like, like syrup? it comes with the sauce? Oh, there's something red. Okay, well later down in the article on the Instagram. Yeah, I see that. So I was kind of wondering about this idea. So because this is from Nashville, and so is Hot Chicken. And that's what's at the bottom of one mm. of these articles. I forget who. By the way, this is from either totallyveganbuzz.com or thebeat.com. You can go to and find the, the thing. I think Veg News has one too. But theirs was from August when they were just trialing it. Um, but anyway, they said that Kellogg's is... So apparently, first of all, there's there's new products in the pipeline. One of which is their plant-based hot and spicy crispy chicken filet. And that seems pretty good to me. That does uh, sound pretty good. Yeah, and, and so again, sort of going with that Nashville theme, I think Nashville hot chicken is a thing. Uh, but I don't know if they're if anyone combines them. Is, would anyone put the Texas Pete onto their chicken and waffles, or is that sacrilege? Seems like it might not work that well. 
Yeah, I, th- I think of chicken and waffles being on the Swedish side with the syrup and stuff. Right. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So, but, the, uh, anyways, but this so that's is definitely a red. It definitely looks like a hot sauce in the Instagram photo right. from Morningstar. It, it does. So maybe that's just a nod to this other <clears throat> chicken thing they're making. Uh, it's sandwiches. Oh, it's a sandwich. Yeah, which I think yeah, chicken waffles maybe isn't always a sandwich, but right. I don't I, think it is. I think when I had it, it actually was that, but I don't think that's the classic. Uh, but anyway, listen to this. This is from The Beat, the bottom of their article. This June, Kellogg's announced that the company is breaking up, dividing into three separate companies that will be dedicated to snacks, cereals, and plant-based foods. So they're going to have a whole third of the company. What? I mean, maybe, maybe not a third of the company. Who knows how big that division is compared to the others. But um, huh. yeah, so they will have, and it will be temporarily be titled Plant Co. Like Plant Co. Dot. Uh, and that, that will have Morningstar and the Incognito brands. Uh, and it seems like Incognito is also part of this morning star thing. i don't i don't know what the difference is but uh hey whole health experience has some has some insight some places serve it with spicy syrup i think they mix it depending on the place so that's kind of interesting i mean it's already salty and fried so you can imagine a little dip of hot sauce would be good yeah. and hot sauce works on like potatoes although yeah but not always with sh- with syrup so i don't know who knows hmm. probably for another day that debate you know uh, i think we should move on from the plant-based meat News. You what think do you so? Think? It's time. I don't know. Do you have any other any other inside no, information? No, I really don't. <clears throat> we can turn to a healthier topic, uh, which is a follow up to yesterday's topic uh, yes. about fiber. We're talking about the fiber foods, the top five. I don't know if they were the highest fiber foods, but they were the they were five high fiber high fiber common food groups on a plant based diet. Uh, by the way, it inspired me and so did this article. Inspired me to make uh, a chickpea recipe that I found on the beat Tuscan chickpea soup. So I'm currently soaking some chickpeas that I will cook later today to make okay. this soup. Uh, Are you going to add some smoked paprika in there? No, I'm not going to do that. But I am going to add, I have been growing, uh, remember one day on the podcast I talked about Calabrian chilies, how good they are? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, So and I'd ordered a, a pack of dried ones off Amazon. Well, I, since then, in, in the meantime, have grown, well, I didn't, my wife, <laughs> grew <laughs> Calabrian peppers, Calabrian chilies, and I have... Try, dried them in the past week so i'm going to be tearing those to little shreds and putting that okay. on my chickpea okay. soup so i'm very excited about that uh so anyway that's just a side note but the the headline here is if i can find it is that eating too much hummus can be dangerous here's why you should eat it anyway so this is from veg news and again two days in a row i applaud veg news for bringing up something that is negative about the plant-based diet, and then they're addressing it, which is good. So, like, I don't like the articles that were saying experts experts weigh in on, the, or experts trash the depressed vegans stuff. Uh, I, I like instead, let's break the news that eating too much hummus can be dangerous. Then, then give our defense. Uh, anyway, this is all news to me. I didn't know any of this happened. Fox News correspondent Courtney Moore caused a stir when she cautioned against consuming too much hummus. She was citing an "Eat This, Not That" article. Uh, that interviewed nutritionists and dietitians, and it was basically that could lead to GI, GI issues because chickpeas take a while to break down, and uh, I guess high fiber and things like that. So, don't eat too much hummus was the was the caution. Uh, so you know that's that's weird because chickpeas to me are like literally you know uh, Walter Longo, the longevity guy. People know him from Prolon and all that stuff. His desert island food, one single food for longevity, if you had to have one, he has said chickpeas is that. So hummus, not not too far a cry from that. Uh, so kind of surprising uh, surprising take. I kind of wonder if hummus is considered a woke food and Fox News. Yeah, I wondered about more. that. I, I'm I guessing like, that's, it's kind of like uh-huh. the guy slicing open the Beyond Meat packs to get back at the, at the lid. Yeah. I, I'm sure that they did not, uh, <clears throat> they did not 
hesitate to bash chickpeas and hummus for for that exact reason. Perhaps. Um, but I mean, you know, okay. So I think it raises a good point, and the article does too. The kind of flip side or the two sides of hummus or fiber. I forget what I forget what their headline is. Uh, fiber, a double-edged sword. Um, mm. You know, I mean, because obviously, like we talked about yesterday, fiber is is critical for uh, for your health. I mean, for just about everything. Um, right. But if you eat too much of it too quickly, like if you're coming from a low fiber diet and you just eat way more of it, then then you're going to have a lot of GI stress, and you're going to. I mean, it's going to be very uncomfortable, and and you will probably, uh, you know, be hesitant to be scarfing down the hummus. Uh, you know, anytime soon. So I like, you know, I understand that I, I, people need to ease into any sort of diet change. I think that that's why a lot of times when people go plant-based, they have a lot of issues with their stomach Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of gas and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you got to ease into all that stuff and and fiber is, is one of those things, but I mean, come on, like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Um, this is so good. My, my daughter would, if we had to limit my daughter's hummus consumption, then, uh, I mean, that has to be half of her calories. She's nothing but hummus, just like on everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good choice. Vince News points out that, like, even if we said that chickpeas, whole chickpeas were a problem, which is, the, you know, crazy on its own, uh, hummus is a diluted version of that. So by extension, sorry, I, I kind of said that backwards. If, if, we, if we're saying that hummus is a problem, because it is a diluted version, something with somewhat less fiber per calorie than regular whole chickpeas then we by extension we must say that chickpeas are are not a healthy food either and now we're, now we're saying whole legumes is not healthy and it's just i'm wondering what are we talking about the paleo diet now i mean this is very very likely with foxes that were that it's a paleo world i mean who knows uh not just not a worth pro, pro meat world uh, it, but, it could be not all but some uh okay so you know i mean yeah like you said it, to me this is crazy this is a health food that most people could stand probably could eat as much of this as as they want and they would get healthier from it if they replaced other foods other on average foods that they are eating if you replace it with hummus you're probably doing a good thing for your for your body not in all cases i know there are some hummuses that have too much weird oils in them Oil and, stuff. and stuff yeah but if it's if it's a good source then uh, like roots hummus like colleen points out Asheville native roots hummus uh who's now all over the country uh, mm-hmm. another company i did not follow up with <laughs> i was gonna so okay i've done it multiple times <laughs> <laughs> they invited me and the family to come tour their place when they found out that we were into it and I just didn't do it. I don't know. I don't I was in a phase I guess where I was just like maybe that's my whole life. Maybe I'm always in that phase. <laughs> um my comment my comments have stopped so you're going to have to take over comments from now on. Um but Okay. Uh yeah, roots hummus. Uh, so what's your favorite type? Of, what's your favorite like uh bean for hummus? Chickpea? Are you a traditional hummus? Yeah, I've I have made white bean like a white bean smash kind of thing. I think it's from the Blue Zones solution, like mm-hmm. a Blue Zones like extension cookbook. Uh, and it's delicious. And and I really liked it on bagels and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I just think, I just think, oh, I'm not really that into like black bean hummuses and things. I mean, I have no problem with them. I'll eat them. I'll, I'll dip corn chips in them if that's what's there. But it's not, it's just, I don't know. Just the classic is just so good. Yeah. 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 I'm a, what I'm about a classic, you? I'm a classic guy as well. Although I have no, no shame or no, uh, I, I love black bean hummus as well. I also love, uh, the roots makes the lima bean hummus that I'm into, um, so I mean we we are we are hummus fanatics in my house, both homemade and store bought, and uh, yeah, and we will turn anything to hummus. I, I mean, at what point does it is it not actually hummus? Is it just like a dip? I'm not sure, but um, I mean, to me, as soon as you take the chickpeas out and replace it with a new bean, I think that's not hummus anymore. 
Yeah. Well, maybe maybe the tahini is the key thing, and maybe you need the combination of the tahini and the and the legume, and then that's that's hummus. I don't know, uh, but yeah, but, I'm I'm with you. It's just a great food. Uh, the whole health but, experience has says he. I don't know if whole health. I think it's a she actually uh, likes traditional hummus the most. But people get excited when they start. Oh, sorry, that's just talking about the other thing about the fiber. Um, could eat a container a day. Add garlic and olives. Wow. So that's where I was going to go next. Is like we can still have hummus and we can mix things into it, like that brand sure. Sabra does. There's always that stuff in the middle that you need to stir in, uh, <laughs> with like Kalamata olives or garlic pieces, um, mm-hmm. and those are all those are all good. I, red pepper hummus. I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a little nice little addition. But I don't know. I just think the classic is the best. When you can you can kind of pick out the olive oil flavor. You can pick out the tahini. All in the right balance. Maybe a little pinch of cumin. You put cumin in your hummus, Doug, or you stay away from that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cumin, for sure. You got to put cumin, some smoked paprika in there. No, but I should. I don't know. Is it good? It might, might actually be good. I, I bet it sounds good. I mean, hummus being smoky is not a bad thing. You know, my, my favorite hummus of all time, and uh, I've never actually made it, but my famous store-bought hummus is the, uh, I think it's sriracha hummus or something by Roots. Yep. Yep. Spicy. Oh, it's so good. And a little bit of spice, a little kick, but not too much, not overwhelming. Just absolutely delicious. That is that the mango sriracha one? Yeah, mango sriracha. That's what okay. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is a very good hummus. Borderline hummus. not anymore hummus if you're putting mango and sriracha in there. That's just a dip. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, so I would say we have nothing to be concerned about with hummus. Thank you, Veg News, for bringing that up. Do you think? Do you think big hummus is gonna uh, start like uh, you know similar to the milk and the burger and you know meat industry going after the plant based stuff? Or are we gonna have <laughs> big hummus what? attacking. I don't get it. What do you mean? They don't have they don't have any meat products in hummus, do they? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, uh, like, okay. So, uh, you know, the milk or the dairy industry doesn't want, uh, and we've talked about this a lot. Doesn't want a plant based milk called milk. Do you oh, think okay, that, so okay, uh, the, so hummus, hummus not the hummus industry is going to go after black bean hummus and right. And, you know, make make them remove it, hummus from the label. It's possible. It's very possible. I don't know if there are big hummus purists that don't don't do the other beans, but I, yeah. I think they're probably well, all. All the same manufacturers are making all of it, so I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. anticipate a problem. But if they do, we'll cover. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We'll definitely. Uh, okay, so that is that. Um, one more here, one more big one, uh, and that is that is Veganuary, which we've talked about a little bit recently. We talked about some positive stats about Veganuary. How I, I don't know if it was half of them or something like that who did Veganuary. They followed up six months later, and something like half of the people who did it were still eating more plant-based foods than they were before. So that sounds like a good thing. Uh, this article from foodnavigator.com, who I tend to think is really unbiased, sort of, they're a, they're a food and beverage uh, you know, industry place. Industry. I, I don't think they tend to take sides or bash plant-based or whatever. They're, I just like how they do stuff. Um, they say that the, the headline is, Veganuary boosts plant-based, but it doesn't take a bite out of meat sales. So the idea here from their data is that they looked at, uh, or a study, looked at January 2021 when people did the Veganuary thing, which I think for those who don't know is like a 31-day challenge where you just be plant-based. That's what it is. You just be vegan for for a month. Vegan uh, for the month of January. Yeah. I mean, I think that there's different paths. You can, you can like ease into it, but uh, yeah, that's the like end goal is you go, ve- you go vegan for a month. Okay. I'm surprised that works so well because that that's a lot to ask of someone to just go it for a whole month. Uh, but, but good. I'm glad it does. Um, but anyway, so the, what they say here is that, uh, let's see, our study suggests that while retail-led campaigns are driving increased sales of plant-based, we are not yet seeing meat replacement at scale, which is key to drive progress toward healthy, sustainable diets. Uh, this is from this woman from the University of Surrey, which I think is in, in the UK. 
Uh, and they said, it is possible to conclude that during this period, consumers were buying more food overall and not necessarily replacing meat products with plant-based products as was hoped. So it could very well be that people are going with the Veganuary hype and saying, I'm buying more plant-based stuff and I'm going to eat some of that, but I'm also just going to keep eating my meat. And so maybe they're even eating more food than they were before. Who knows? Uh, or maybe they're wasting more food than they were, were before. They said they didn't have evidence that people were wasting more food. But uh, this is very different from going vegan. And then I thought back, this follow-up study about people eating more plant-based foods, I don't think the language there was that they had eat, were eating less meat. I think it was that they were continuing to eat mm. more plant-based foods. So who knows? We'll have to go back and see see what that is. We'll put our intern on that to dig that one up and go through the archives <laughs> of this show. Uh, Here's my take. Okay. Here's what I think. Okay. <clears throat> My hypothesis okay. is that uh, is that one family member is going plant based, is going doing veganuary. Maybe the mm-hmm. husband, maybe the wife, maybe a kid, uh, and maybe bringing in the family members uh, as well. But but basically, one person's going all in on it and still buying all the meat for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And they're just and they're not two they're not reducing their the quantity they buy because they're yeah, just used right. to buying the same amount. Right, exactly. Just buying the same packets. That could be. And then, so then either the rest of the family is eating extra food than they usually do to make up for the person who's not eating it, or they are wasting more food. Uh, or, or they just give up when they see that the, uh, you know, their the meat meal looks more appealing than than the plant based. Mm, they switch. So the person who's who, the veganuary person is is switching over, and they're eating. Maybe they're eat I don't know. Maybe they're I getting seconds, of, and it's the regular dish. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're hungry, like that last article from uh-huh. New Zealand yesterday. Those people. Do you know anybody who's done veganuary, like uh, in your in your real life? Not no, I I really life. don't. I think it's huge. I, uh, the numbers I've heard about it uh, yeah. seem massive, but no, I I don't know of one person who's done veganuary. I know I people know, who do dry I know, January. I know literally one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Did it did it stick? Uh, I don't know if they made it the whole month. They definitely no, it didn't stick. No, <laughs> but you know, I think they, I think that they've I think they've shifted some of their purchasing habits. Maybe. Yeah, and that, and that is good. Honestly, I think to me that's that is the best part of this. Honestly, I don't care if people buy more meat or keep eating meat during their plant based challenge. If they're eating, if they are eating more plant based foods during that time, especially right. if they can make the whole thing actually last in this strict sense, which I think is very hard. So I'd be surprised if many actually get to the end. Uh, but if you make it a week or something. I don't know. Like that—that's how you and I, Doug, have transitioned to vegan diets over the years. Yeah, was both of us totally. involved a period where you went for it, uh, and then kind of realized that you weren't quite ready to do it all the way yet. So then you went back, but then you kind of gradually, subconsciously perhaps, sort of found it easier to to start eating it, and eventually you become you become mm-hmm. vegan because it's, you're ready. So yeah, I, I think think it's a great thing uh, if people can work. Steven says it worked for his parents, so that's that's interesting. Mm. There we go. Is it is it more of a European thing than here? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I had the sense so. that it is. I think oh, so. They are a UK charity because oh, this okay. next this next little side article from VeggieEconomist.com uh, calls them a UK vegan charity. They've launched a pack of cards. This is January still has launched a pack of cards called the Vegan Kit, uh, which provides advice about switching to a plant based diet. I mean, not not much news there. There's lots of books that do that too. Um, yeah, who knows? I mean, it, it it's hard to sell people information about how to go vegan. I've determined over many years of uh, you know, dabbling in it with different different products. We've made lots of things with No Meat Athlete and things that, and but the ones that are designed to help you kind of go vegan, I don't think people who don't who they don't want to pay for that. Like you need to kind of force that at people. Like here's mm-hmm. how you go vegan, and we'll give you everything you can need to help do it. 
so I don't know. My, my take, but who knows? I doubt they're trying to make a killing with this thing. They're probably just, you know, trying to trying to spread. Yeah, the word. trying to help people, and and that yeah. help really. I mean, it really does matter. Like having that support. I think uh, whether it comes in the form of a blog or a podcast or a book or cards or or whatever, I think is is pretty critical if you're if you're like really just diving in and, and kind of going all in on the diet. For example, Rosalind is uh, is uh, with someone who is going doing a 30-day plant-based challenge over on the compliment TikTok. And uh, and she's kind of documenting it all and, and asking for advice from people. And uh, so definitely check that out if you're interested in helping her out. And where's that? No Made Athlete TikTok? Compliment, compliment TikTok. TikTok. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good. And also Prime Day. We have some sort of Prime Day thing going on. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's what is Prime that? I mean, Day. I knew there was a Prime Day. I don't know what we're doing for it. There, Prime Day is no longer a day. I think it's like now like 15 days throughout the year <laughs> okay but it is a it is two days right now uh they just keep bringing it back at different times so today and tomorrow the 11th and 12th uh it's uh 20 to 35 percent off pretty much all compliment products and of course you get the free shipping and all the stuff that comes with with amazon prime so head over there if you're if you need to stock up okay. on greens or essential nutrients or any of all that good stuff i think we made it 60 episodes doug without ever doing an ad doing pitching a product like that and now now we have done it the dam has burst. Get ready. Tomorrow, tomorrow it's all ads, no content. Yep. Yeah, a straight up 30-minute ad for... Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Actually, all right, so this is funny. Uh, all, this, all this live stuff um, has made me a little bit more comfortable in front of the camera, I guess, oh, uh, than, than I used to be. And, okay. uh, and so I was asked to go live on Amazon today. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I've never... Oh, never I heard that was live. happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a yeah. uh, it's like a QVC, like you're selling for for yeah, a while, right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> they, they uh, I'm supposed to make a smoothie, and, and which sounds like miserable because how am I going to turn it up and uh, and like it'll be so loud? So I, I don't know. But if you but want some entertainment, a, I mean, I don't know. Like every kid has watched hours and well, maybe not nowadays, but they, of our generation, hours and hours of infomercial television and QVCs, and I didn't watch that much QVC, but I did enjoy watching that stuff and watching them demo stuff and then make the pitch. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of cool. You're like the the sham wow guy, Vince. Remember that, him? Yeah. <laughs> I need a, I need a. What should my uh, like little sham wow moment be? Right. You, like need a, a, you need a line. A catchphrase. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It's a little late know. in the game, Doug. You better figure that out. I know. I got a couple more hours, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So check out check us out at, at, uh, on Amazon. All right. All right add hey, over. I want to yeah. quickly <laughs> mention uh, the multi stream is still still going strong. We're in all different channels. If you prefer to watch ever on YouTube, Facebook, either Nomad Athlete or my personal one, my LinkedIn profile, which I'm sure is where you want to watch this, uh, <laughs> Twitch, uh, Twitter, they're, they're all, we, I'm streaming on all these channels right now. Uh, so people are commenting there, and I don't see those as easily as, as I do the Instagram one, because the Instagram is kind of our main thing. That's where you will hear the guests when we have guests, impromptu guests come up. If, if they're planned in advance, we can usually send them a link and get them on this multi-stream. But when the people does request to join this, they'll only be on Instagram. So uh, yeah. anyway, um, um, my aunt says pepper jelly works hot and sweet. She likes pepper and jelly. That's a good point. So hot and sweet things do work together, Doug. Ah, uh, that's true. Uh, sriracha. That's you mentioned true. sriracha, right? That's another yeah. good example. I and mean, it's not that sweet, but it definitely has a, mm-hmm. some sugar in it. Uh, Angela Fischetti says hello from South Beach. And her sister-in-law started purchasing Beyond Burgers and didn't tell my brother. Apparently, he has no idea there was a switch. Whoa. So I don't, <laughs> that's an interesting that is, approach to spreading the plant-based diet to trick people. Oh, uh, man. Angela, you got to keep us updated on that. that <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's like, oh, man, that's like talk show stuff right there. 
right. <laughs> Wife uh, secretly <laughs> removes right. meat from secretly house. Secretly, we make the switch. Let's watch. And it's like a little hidden camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm amazed that he hasn't noticed, to be honest. But I guess I guess you put enough stuff on there. I mean, they're, they're pretty good. They're pretty seriously close to the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he's a burger aficionado, I'd be really surprised if he didn't eventually say, this is a little bit different. But good, interesting. I don't know. I mean, and I, I always say that about potlucks and things. People like to bring the non-vegan stuff, and then they don't tell anyone. Or sorry, bring the vegan stuff, not tell anyone that their thing was vegan, and then wait till everyone likes it, and then they reveal that it was. <laughs> I guess they probably don't reveal it if people didn't like it. Uh, uh, I don't know about that approach. I'm always, I've never really never done that. Never tried to trick people. Uh, but I guess it's one way to prove a point. I mean, if yeah. you get them get them to say it was good, and then then say, haha, got you, gotcha. You didn't eat any animals with that. You've been veganed. <laughs> nice. Thanks. Uh, maybe, that okay. should, maybe that should be my catchphrase for the... the oh, that's the a great one. one. Perfect. <laughs> what could sell more products than doing that? <laughs> Can you do some kind of switch, too, on like a secret switch hidden camera move yeah, where someone yeah. gets tricked? Uh-huh. <laughs> Please do that. And how can I watch you? What time are you on Prime? I need to watch this. Uh, 4.30 Eastern. Okay, and where Prime. do I go? I think if you go to the compliment amazon page there's like a store page on the on store amazon. page yeah okay yeah, yeah. 4 30 mm-hmm. all right everyone mark your calendars i'm gonna try to be there <laughs> I really, I wonder really if like i can what if i can bring you in like uh like we do here and we just well i can be a plant i can be one of those people in the audience who who like oh, asks yeah. the softballs and and says how great things are that you're doing <laughs> i love it i'm so glad we're into this kind of marketing now for our <laughs> <laughs> We, just, we hired an Amazon person, and he's just saying, and he's doing great. Uh, but he just said, "Hey, here's an opportunity to do this." So, anyway. yeah. Oh, Stephen says, and that's how Doug does it. I like that. That could be your. <laughs> that could be your line. That's and that's how Doug does it. Oh man, that's so good. These are great. These are great. These can't miss. This is great. <laughs> All right, good. Well, uh, I think that's it for the day. Enjoy Southern Food Heritage Day, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds uh, good. Yeah. And yep. yeah, I, no, no no, no closing thoughts or anything, right? No, I don't think so. <laughs> yep. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Sounds great. See you soon. Okay. Bye.